Welcome to How We Did It, a podcast dedicated to dentists teaching dentists. This podcast is powered by ESS Dental Solutions, the nation's leading platform for outsourced dental billing and other services. All of the guests are winners of ESS Top Practice Award, who share their experiences, best practices, and what sets them apart in their communities. Their opinions and recommendations are their own, and you should consult with your own professional advisors with respect to your own practice. All right, welcome everyone to today's episode of our How We Did It podcast, a podcast dedicated to dentists teaching dentists featuring our Top Practice Award winners. Today, I am joined by Jacqueline Sugg of Wheatland Dental Care. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. We're excited to get this award. Yes, congratulations. Thanks. So to kick things off, can you explain a little bit about your role within your practice? Yeah, so I'm Jacqueline. I am the office manager here. Um, My dad, Dr. Sugg, started the practice in 1972. Um, so he owned the practice for 50 years and last year he passed away. Um, but our family decided that we wanted to continue owning the practice. We have a lot of patients that have been here 30, 35, 40 years, and they're like our family and we have, um, staff that are like family. And my dad poured his life into this for 50 years. So we want to continue his legacy. So I manage the office and we have partnered with one of our full-time dentists to continue owning the practice. That's awesome. Your practice has been around for so long and it's great that, you know, you're continuing the legacy that your dad left behind. That's very cool. Thanks. So I would love to learn a little bit more about you then and your dad's practice and how you were initially introduced into dentistry have you always known that you wanted to work in within the dental industry? What has that looked like for you? So I was introduced to dentistry just by being born into my family. Um, <laughs> sure. my, my parents were a little bit older when they had me and my sister. My dad was 50 when I was born. So he had been a dentist um, over 20 years by the time I was wow. born. And he had his own practice for a long time. And my mom is a hygienist. And so I grew up just running yeah. down walls. And as soon as we could help, we started helping. So I think my earliest memory of helping at the office was I was eight years old and it was over Christmas break and we had tons and tons of charts to alphabetize. And so it didn't matter that I was like struggling with reading. I knew my alphabet. <laughs> and so my parents had me alphabetize for a lot of Christmas break. And that was kind of how we grew up. As soon as we were capable of doing something, um, we did it. And so learning to clean hygiene rooms or um, package gauze or alphabetize and different things like that. So my sister and I have just grown up helping with anything and everything um, at the office. And um, I, when I went to college, I studied finance. Okay. Just a little bit out of the um, dentistry realm. Uh, my dad did dentistry. My mom's a hygienist. My sister was a dental assistant. Um, but I'm not as great with science 
as they are. And so I studied finance. After graduating college, I worked for a nonprofit for about six years. And then about two years ago, I came back to the dental practice and am working in a management position and helping with the finances. That's awesome. That's yeah. very cool that it came full circle for you. They started you so young and it's awesome that you got to venture off and have your own experience, but it ultimately led you back here. Yes, and I really enjoy it. I feel like yeah. I'm in a role that I get to use my strengths of finance and management, but I'm mm -hmm. in an industry where we get to help people with their health, which is also what yeah. I'm passionate about. I'm just not as great with science as some people. Sure. Well, it sounds like a great cross-section between the two. That's great yeah. to hear. All right. So can you tell me a little bit about your practice and how you differentiate yourself from other practices within your community? Yeah. So my dad's vision for our practice, he would always say was to be the Ritz-Carlton of dentistry. <laughs> so I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so as part of our training for our staff, we take all of them to the Ritz-Carlton. And so we'll take them for breakfast and they get to experience the service, experience the quality, the communication, all of that. And then we give them training on how to implement that when, they, when patients come to our office, how they can wow. give that to somebody else. So when it comes to differentiating ourselves, we expect excellence across the board from the way that our yard looks, there not being any trash outside to the way patients are greeted by name, um, obviously excellent clinical care. And then one thing that we do that our patients love um, is that every patient, every appointment, they leave with a rose. Um, we give each patient a rose and we say, thank you so much for choosing Wheatland Dental. And um, we did away with that for a little bit during COVID just because sure. it's an added expense. And we had so many patients saying, when are you gonna bring back the rose? When am oh. I gonna get my rose? So we've done it for almost 20 years. And when people stop me in the community and see me and things like that, they never say like, oh, hey, I was in the dental office. They always say like, hey, Jacqueline, I got my rose the other day. Aww. And I know that means <laughs> Oh, they were in the dental office. But um, it's just an added way for us to show our appreciation to patients. They're entrusting us with their health, with their money, with their time. And we want to show our patients that we appreciate them every single time they come in. Wow, that's great. I have never heard anything like that. And I think it's so awesome that, you know, it sounds like the focus is twofold. On the one hand, you're really pouring into your staff and showing them by example what you want the patient experience to look like. And then on the other side of it, you're really pouring into your patients and how can you make the most of their experience and have them be more than just a patient and provide yeah. them with you know, something they can take with them. That's really great. Thanks. Yeah. So obviously we are partnered through eAssist and we are acknowledging your practice as a top practice. Can you speak about what a top practice within the field looks like to you? Yeah, I think it's being excellent across the board. It's not just about mm -hmm. doing a great root canal. You know, mm -hmm. my dad would say um, when a patient comes in, they don't know if they got good dental care or not, but they know if they're in pain and um, they know how they're treated. 
Mm-hmm. And so um, we really work hard to always be available to patients. So we're open two evenings a week and we're open on Saturdays. And then we um, have a column in our schedule for emergencies. So we're trying to always work our schedule so that when patients call, we're available for them. Mm-hmm. And then um, really going above and beyond to help people um, manage their pain. So um we use extra equipment um, and supplies and different things like that to really make sure that patients are really comfortable. Um, after patients um, have any sort of oral surgery, we have a post-op area um, with massage chairs. They stay here. We monitor them for about 30 minutes. Um, we use a TENS unit to help with um, their pain and swelling, just really doing anything extra that we can Um, so that patients are never in pain and that we're always available for them. That's great. It sounds like you really focus on going above and beyond just the dental treatment itself to ensure that your patients are knowledgeable on what's going on, but also comfortable. Yes, we we really try to do that well. My dad would always say patients don't know if they got good dental care. They know if they're in pain. Yes, and that's very true. Yeah. All right, so I'm interested to hear your perspective on this as an office manager. Um, We know that eAssist helps the practice on the back end. Can you speak a little bit about what initially drew your practice to eAssist and how having eAssist has impacted your practice? Yeah, so we initially got with eAssist kind of in a crisis. Um, Our old office manager who did a lot with collections was leaving and we just needed help. And so... Um, a lot of, you know, the time changes are made is just because of the crisis. And so, but it has been such a great solution for us. So um, it's been a difficult last 18 months um, with my dad passed away. And I came back to work at the office just shortly before he passed. And so um, I have a big learning curve. Um, I don't have him to ask questions to, and mm-hmm. eAssist has been so, so helpful staying on top of things. Sometimes um, our rep will email me and I might not get back to them, and they're so faithful to like email me again or call me. Um, and I've probably worked with close to 10 people from eAssist. I've had a really great experience across the board, and so many of the people that are working on our accounts are really faithful to go above and beyond. Um, Like they'll take care of things that I know are not their job, but they'll just say like, hey, Jacqueline, like I know this will help you. Can I go ahead and take care of this? Um, Whether it's insurance contracts or um, getting things set up with EFTs or um, one of our reps helped me with a bunch of things on Dentrix, so many different things, but it hasn't been just like one person from eAssist that's gone above and beyond, I could tell you five different people that have done that. So I don't know what y'all do, but it seems like a great part of your work culture that y'all really emphasize that with the staff and they've been great to us. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that. That's so great to hear. It is a big part of our culture here, um, the servant leadership aspect and really trying to free up your time so you can focus on what matters, which is patient care and those interactions with your patients. So thank you for sharing that. And I'm so glad to hear that your experience has been so positive. Yeah, it really has.
they've been, um, everyone's been really understanding of our situation sure. and, um, and just so patient, you know, there's times where I had scheduled a meeting and forgot and no one's been upset. They're just like, Hey, we'll reschedule. And so, um, just the graciousness and the persistence in helping me has been really appreciated. Oh, well, good. I'm so glad to hear. Yeah. All right. So this is our last question. And I'm particularly curious to know your answer um, carrying on your dad's legacy with your established practice. So if you were talking to a provider who was just out of dental school and pondering the question of where do I go from here, what would be your advice to them? Well, I can tell you what my dad would say to a new dental okay. grad. And he would say, you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> and so what my dad did when he graduated from dental school, he knew that he didn't know anything. And so he took a job working for the VA in Memphis, which is where he went to dental school. And he worked under a great dentist there um, because he wanted to be mentored and have someone that he could ask questions to and learn from. And he did that from like eight to four every day. And then he would leave that job and he would go work at another dental clinic from about 5 p.m. till nine or 10 at night. And at that practice, they were serving low-income patients and they only did extractions and no x-ray machine. And so all my dad did for four or five hours every evening were extractions. Oh and God. dentists would come into our practice and be like, oh, how did you get so good at extractions? And he would say, well, like my first year of dental school, I did extractions for four hours every day and he wasn't making like hardly anything, but he just wanted to be a good dentist. And so um, we have dentists that come to our practice. And one of the things my dad would always have any dentist that we hire, no matter if they were a new grad or not, um, they take a hundred extracted teeth and have to access all the canals. And people would say they wanna be a great dentist, but then when we give them this assignment of you have to work on a hundred teeth and access all the canals, they'd be like, oh, like, can I just yeah. send you a picture of some work that I have already done? And we're like, no, you can't because practice is how you become great. And so mm -hmm. you have to do this. And so I think people say they wanna be a great dentist, but you really have to put in the work for it. And I remember when I was about 17, my dad was 67. And he was taking, at this point, he's been a dentist like 40 years. He was taking a dental course and he was telling my mom, in a couple years, I'm gonna be a good dentist. And like, he just always had this perspective of, there's so much to learn. There's so much to get better at. Like, it's just never ending. And I think some people, um, I think a lot of people don't have that perspective. Mm -hmm. And so just always having the perspective, whether you're a new grad or been out 30 or 40 years, you have so much to learn. Mm -hmm. That's really great advice. And I love the stories that accompany that. And I think you're right. That advice can be applied to not only new grads, but dentists, no matter how long they've been in practice. Mm -hmm. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I really enjoyed our conversation and congratulations on that top practice award. Thank you so much. This podcast is sponsored by eAssist Dental Solutions, a platform dedicated to helping dentists get paid faster and get paid more. Dental insurance billing services provided through the eAssist platform can relieve your dental insurance headaches, get your over 90 insurance receivables near zero, and help you collect 100% of what you are rightfully owed by insurance companies. To learn more about how the eAssist platform can help your practice or to schedule a free consultation, please visit dentalbilling.com.